This is iBug Buzz for July 25, 2022, episode 544. My name is Terry Sauerman, and I'll be your facilitator for the first hour. And I'm joined by Sandhya, who will moderate the second half of the call, beginning at about 8 o'clock. This is an open forum for questions or comments or helpful tips regarding iPhones, iPads, iPod touches, Apple watches or Apple TVs. And it's also a, a place where people can come if you have uh, if, if you wish to become more proficient in the use of the accessibility features of any of these devices will also uh, beside our good questions this evening. We'll have our weekly iBug Bite segment following the big reveal. And uh, I believe we also have a toy segment at about 8.30 or so. Welcome to everyone who has joined us on the call this evening. And a welcome to those who are listening to the rebroadcast of tonight's meeting. For those on the call, just a reminder to mute yourself when you're not speaking and to find the ways to mute yourself and unmute when you want to speak. Depending upon how you are participating in the call, if you're an iPhone user, you're going to find the toggle button at the bottom left corner of your screen. If you're an, an iPad user, you go to the top center of the screen and find that button. Uh, if you're using a Windows PC, you're gonna press Alt-A simultaneously. And if you're on a Mac, you're gonna press Command-Shift-A. And uh, if you're on a, a PC or a Mac, you can also use your space bar as kind of a push to talk button. And last but not least, if you're on a landline phone, you're going to press star and then the number six. Since we do not use Zoom's raised hand feature, when you want to ask or answer a question, wait until there's an opening and then say your name and then wait once again to be acknowledged by either Sandia or myself. We ask that you not speak or make comments while others are speaking. Uh, we ask that you minimize background noise, such as uh, you know screen readers, the background conversations, TVs, clocks, chime, clock chiming, etc. And since we want to involve as many participants as possible, we encourage those of you who are new to these uh, discussions to speak up if you have a question or some helpful information regarding someone else's question. And so now, before we find out who is on the call this evening, I wanna turn things over to Miss iBug lady herself, Sandia, for the announcements. Hey, okay, thank you, Terri Ann. All right, we've got a fairly busy week, so let's get started. So here we are at the iBug Buzz for the next two hours. Hope that you will stick around and see what we have planned. Then tomorrow we have two events. We have iBug Mac Buzz on Clubhouse, Mini Buzz, iBug Mini Buzz from uh, five to six on Clubhouse. All times that I mentioned are central time and 
uh, I will, and all events are on Zoom unless specified otherwise. And then in the evening, later that day, or whatever you want to put it, at 7 p.m., back on Zoom, we got Mac and Talk. So come with all your questions about the Mac, whether you have one or are thinking about getting one, all those good questions. We would love for you to come and we can entertain those. Then we are off on Wednesday. Thursday, we have It's iBugs Life. We're going to be talking about financial literacy and all kinds of good stuff there. So that's from 6 to 8. Definitely come check that out. Then on Friday, iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. We will have our big reveal at the top of the hour. Come for those uh, interesting puzzling clues and try to win one of those fabulous prizes. And then I think we are, that is good. We are off for the weekend. We just had a Apple workshop and that is going, is posted already. So if you missed it, any segments, uh, we are so grateful for our uh, presenters. We had Mo and Jake and Pete and all of them did some really cool stuff. We, so we did the hotel tonight and the Google Voice and screen recording on your iPhone. So those are all very helpful tools. So definitely check it out. And let's see, social media. We have a website, iBugToday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y dot O-R-G. Twitter at iBugToday, Facebook.com slash group slash iBugToday, all different places that you can get information about what is going on in the Apple world and in the accessibility world and where they intersect. Uh, you can always send us an email at ibugtoday at gmail.com. We have a mentoring program. If you'd like to have, complete the application, if you need help with your uh, iPhone and you're a beginner user, please check it out. And that is a 12-week free, free, free program. So once you complete the application, we'll match you up with one of our awesome devoted Yes, devoted advanced users of the iPhone, and they will get you going. So we uh, are very happy about that program, and we're so grateful for our volunteers there. And I think that is what we have. Terry Ann, handing it back to you. Very good. Lots of things going on as always. All right. So now that we know what's happening during the week and uh, in the upcoming activities, I want to invite people to introduce yourselves. And if you are a first time participant in iBug Buzz, uh, we uh, let us know that because we'll want to know some more about how you found out about iBug, et cetera, how you found out about the iBug Buzz uh, calls and uh, what kind of devices you have uh, once we've finished introducing everybody. So I'll start. I'm Terry Sauerman from Arlington Heights, Illinois. All right. Uh, no, who man. else is here with us this evening? I'm Marie from Reno. Welcome. Janet from Colorado. Okay. Margarita from El Paso. All right. Marta from Austin, Texas. Very good. Ned from Texas. Welcome, Ned. Thank you. And somebody else chimed in, I think. This is Darcy from Canada, currently in Tennessee. Uh-huh. Welcome. 
Greg from Texas. Let's see, we have Greg and Pete. Welcome. Pete from Jacksonville, Florida, bringing it east. Uh-huh. All right. Who else? From Texas. Uh, let's see. Say uh, there were two Mar people. Marvin. There's Marvin. Oh, Marvin. Welcome. And who else? Linda from Texas. Oh, yes. Lin welcome, Linda. Thank you. All right. Alice. Others. Alice from Alabama. Hey, welcome, Alice. Good to have you. you with us. Okay, who else? It's David from Houston. Welcome, David. Hey. Another Texan. Uh, welcome, Roy. You're a little bit muffled somehow. So if you can uh, try when you, if you have a question, I will see how, if it gets better. All right, who else is on the call this evening? This is Dee from down here in Southern Illinois. Hello there, Dee. Hello, Terry Ann. All right, who else? Suva from Houston. Welcome, Suva. And Jody Thomas from Hampshire. Colorado. Oh, we have, uh, let's see, Thomas and- And Jody from, from New Hampshire. And Jody, welcome. And this is Chico Danaka from Silverstone, Maryland. I'm sorry, say that. Say your name again, please. Chico Danaka from Silver Spring, Maryland. Ah, uh, are you a first time uh, iBugBuzz caller? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, we'll come back to you in a minute and find out a little bit about you. Any other uh, people who've joined us? Cynthia in Houston. Welcome, Sandia. Sharon from New York. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you. Hey, anybody else? Currently unmuted. Hi, everybody. This is Brian from Tempe, Arizona. Welcome. Are you a first time iBug Buzz caller? Currently unmuted. Uh, sorry, my voice. Actually, Zoom. I am. Okay, welcome. All right. So your name is Brian. Okay. Anybody else who hasn't said hello yet? Uh, all right. Hearing none. Um, is it Chico? Um, I'm wondering, uh, you're a first time participant. Um, how did you hear about the iBug Buzz calls and, uh, what, what Apple products do you use? Um, I heard about the iBug uh, call through uh, Newsline and through um, uh, um, through the um, through Shree and the iPhone class at the library at oh. the, the Center for Accessibility. Oh, excellent. And uh, what Apple devices do you use? I currently use an iPhone 7 Plus, but I'm willing, I'm looking to upgrade to a... Oh, 
Okay. All right. Very good. And uh, uh, let's see, Brian, you're a first time iBug Buzz caller as well. That is true. Okay. Uh, what a memory uh, you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did You'd you like hear to know about what I have in my possession, right? Yes. Oh, well, originally, I, I had a friend that took, is her name Janelle, that does a an instructor? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but anyway, okay. So, she, so this friend of mine, colleague that I worked with in Commission for the Blind in Texas, took Janelle's course. And then I heard the very infamous, actually famous Sandia and Michael do a presentation. Do, I've do, heard of them. <laughs> it was quite wonderful. You heard of them. And actually, Terry, I knew fun. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, uh, so what, what devices are you using? What what devices am I using? What, no, what devices? I, I, what i i devices? You know, what I iPhone or right, <laughs> yes, right. right. Those yeah, two. I, I actually use a MacBook Air now. I just got one in the last year. I was using a Pro. Now I use a MacBook Air, um, and I also uh, have an iPhone that I <laughs> asked Sunday. I don't use it. I I would like to learn to use it. And then my wife and I kind of share an iPad so you can see. And so I use it occasionally. So the main thing is a MacBook here. All right. Well, good to have you with us. Okay. So um, now that we're, we've heard from the people who were, have joined us thus far, uh, just a reminder that we'll have another opportunity if you snuck in here and didn't get to say hello, we'll have another opportunity to do that in, in just a while. So uh, I think we're ready for the first question of the evening. And just remember, there are no dumb questions except for the ones you don't ask. So uh, do we have any uh, uh, new users who, uh, who have a question for us? All right. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Um, my two questions. One is about Google Voice. Another is about the iPhone. First, the iPhone. Hold on. This is Sonia. Chico, we can't hear you very well. So can you speak up clearer or get closer to your device? Okay. Can you hear me now? That's, That's a, little, a little better. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is why I'm willing to upgrade my device. My microphone is it's a little muffled. Yeah, yeah, right. We may have to come back. Um, it's a little okay. hard. Okay. Yeah. He's also, Sandia and Terry, he's also he's speaking directly into his into, microphone, which correct. is causing the, you're like blowing your, your breath on the microphone. Kind right. Of talk off to the side a little bit, Tico, if you don't mind. And see if that helps any. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, that's a little better. Try one more time and we'll see what happens here. Okay, uh, 
two of my questions uh, on, on different topics. The first one is about the iPhone. Um, why isn't the new update coming out? Um, well, it's the big updates coming in September. Why doesn't the sevens and the seven pluses, why they do not support it? And um, my next question is about a, a Google. I have a phone number and I want to use my cell phone number as a Google voice number. How am I able to do that? Okay. Uh, can anybody address either of those questions? This is Darcy. Yes, Darcy. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, so the, the phone thing, why that's not supported. Uh, generally speaking, Apple uh, stops support for devices once they reach a certain age. And lately, it has been around five to six years that they support those. Now, the the seven series phones came out in 2016. So they got basically six years worth of updates. So that's why that's, and I mean, things just reach a point where they can't be updated. Now it's worth noting that if there's any major like security updates, if there's some sort of, you know, security issues, generally speaking, Apple will come out with old, with updates for older operating systems to deal with security stuff. But as far as that goes, I mean, there there just reaches a point where where they just either can't or don't update things anymore. That's just the, the way of things. All right. Okay. And then regarding the Google phone number question, how to how to use your cell phone number. Anybody have any thoughts about that? This is Sandia. Yes, Sandia. I would refer to the demo of the Google Voice presentation and talked about how to set it up. So hopefully, I think it talked about porting over a cell number. So maybe you could review that and that is available on the website. So. Excellent. Okay. All right. Who else has a question? This is Marta. I have two questions. Very good. Welcome, Marta. Go ahead. Um, my first question is, if I am on a phone call and it's a number where I'm required to enter an additional extension, like a person's extension, how would I do that on an iPhone? I have an SE2020 and I'm using iOS 16. Okay. This is Pete. Yes, Pete. Yes, Marta. If your if your number is in your contacts list, your contacts app, uh, mm -hmm. you can edit that phone number and place a comma or two commas. Sometimes a comma delays the voiceover response when you're dialing a number. So if you're dialing your seven-digit number, and then you have a menu system that asks that waits a minute or two and asks you to input you know enter one for this and two for that yes if you put a couple of commas in between the last digit and then that extension number it will delay voiceover or it will delay the um, ios from entering that number with the audible beep with the touch tone sound so that's a good way to do it okay yeah. yes jody go ahead 
Yeah, another suggestion that I have is I would suggest wearing earbuds, uh, either wired or Bluetooth, and then that will make it a lot easier for you to access the keypad. You won't have the uh, proximity sensor shutting off your screen or making it not available. Uh, so I would suggest using earphones or earbuds. Aha, uh -huh. very okay. good. I don't have any, but that's another issue. I can get them. I just need mm -hmm. to know which ones work well. But okay. did any come with your phone? Did any come with your phone? I can't remember if they come. With no, the phone actually, actually, I have a 2020, and I don't think it even has a headphone jack. No, oh, so I couldn't get wired you, ones. Yeah, you, you use the you use the type of earphones that have a lightning connector. Oh, in other words, you plug your okay. headphones into the same place that you plug in your power jack. The charger. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and well, Shree. Oh, I'm sorry, Marta. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shree. That's fine. Yeah. You have, so, are you ready for you'll have another question. You're uh, we'll yeah, go ahead and go yeah, to Shree. I was okay. just going to ask Shri can answer. I mean, I'd, I'd like to know what Shri has to say anyway. But I was just going to ask if anyone could recommend a good, a good set of earbuds or headphones that would, you know, have good sound quality and be a reasonable price and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, Shri, what did you have to say? Yeah. So for creating the the pause that uh, we were talking about. What I typically do to make it a little easier, there, there are multiple ways to generate the pause. Uh, but what I usually do is I go to the, my notepad and I will type in, let's say for example, 703-555-1212. And like Pete said, those commas, uh, it's easier to use your keyboard and go to uh, the num uh, button and then generate the comma versus going to the keypad and you know finding the, uh, you know, depending on whether you're in the contacts or uh, you're actually in the keypad of the phone number, it kind of depends. There are different ways to generate that comma, but I find it a lot easier just using the note, the, the note app and just write down the full, the full phone number, do the comma or the number of commas. And typically a comma represents about a, uh, a two second pause. So depending on how many, how long you have to do those pauses, you determine how many commas you need to, to create. But I find it a lot easier just using the notepad and creating that number with the commas and copy and paste it into the contacts under the, the phone field. Um, and that way you don't have to, you know, press oh. the commas and the, the numbers associated with it. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. This yeah, is Jody. Welcome. Yes, Jody. Yeah. I'd, uh... On, on getting earphones, you know, I, I order them on uh, Amazon and I just search for iPhone compatible uh, earphones with the lightning connector. But I just got a set of Bluetooth earphones or earbuds last week uh, during Prime Day. They're made by a company called O'Keefe, which is spelled O-K-E-E-F-E. -E -E, and the model is K23. And they're stereo earphones that um, have an ear hook, which I like. And they're really oh, great because yeah. it's, it's got a charging case and you put them in the case, they turn off, you take them out of the case, they turn on and they're really nice. And they were uh, on sale for $29. Uh, well, I think the regular oh. price, the regular price is 49, but I think they're still on a good price of $39. And the company's uh, customer service is terrific. I've already been in touch with them uh, to register them and everything like that. So it's a very nice, it's O-K-E-E-F-E. -E -E. 
And what was the model Thanks. number again? Uh, K, K23, I think. Okay. K23. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're really, I mean, I, I really am delighted. And that's a really, really great price. Are you using Thank them you. right now? Yes. They sound really mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they sound good. And, and the, the uh, you can use one or both or left or right. You know, they're they're independent. So it's it's a really nice set. I've, I was delighted. Excellent. All right. So my uh, other question. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Okay. My Go other ahead. question was, what the heck is Clubhouse? Okay. I've heard you talk about it. I've seen it on the, the website, but I don't know what it means, what it is. Um, right. this, is, this is Janet from Colorado. Go ahead. It's an app for your phone where you can um, talk to people kind of like Zoom, but it's, I think, a lot easier, easier to use than Zoom. That's what Clubhouse is. It's an app for your phone. So I'd get it from the app store? Yes, ma'am. Download it from the app store? Yes, ma'am. Is it free? Yes, ma'am. Does it cost money? Oh, okay. No, ma'am. Got it. Thank you, Janet. You're welcome, Marta. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? We're getting some really great questions. Thomas in Colorado. Yes, go ahead, Thomas. I have a battery question. Um, I have to use an external battery at work because <clears throat> I have to leave my screen unlocked and it just drains my battery. So I take an external battery. But I notice when it gets to about 80% at say four in the afternoon or five in the afternoon, it'll say something like, well, charging will be done at 2 a.m. will be complete at 2 a.m. and it has an optimal power uh, message in the window i'm wondering if i turn that off <clears throat> my question is will that harm my battery or should i leave that turned on because it gets stuck at 80 percent and i have to carry this battery around until well 2 a.m so i'm just curious if anybody knows whether i'd leave that on or turn it off it would really affect my battery one way or the other i'm done speaking this is her Yes, Herbie. So I would leave it on, especially if you are draining your battery a lot, because what it's trying to do is prolong the life of your battery. And um, I think what I would do is immediately just whenever you get home or whatever, you know, that's when you can definitely just charge, put, you know, charge up the battery and just leave it uh, on so it can get, it can get to a hundred. Um, Yours was a tricky situation because you do need to fully charge. The problem is you have so much battery strain that, and it is a battery life, you know, extender, you know, feature. So, um, there are charging cases that like, depending on the phone model you, you have there, like if yours is a newer phone, like a 12 or 13, um, you could always get like one of those MagSafe charger um battery things that go on the back of your phone as something to have instead and that might be a little bit easier and that kind of works more in sync with your battery um from the way Shri described at one of our iToy segments uh last year so that's my thought all right this is Shri. 
Yes, free. Thomas, do you know what your battery health is now, just on a normal usage? What, what percentage is it at? Um, the, the capacity is at 96. And I've had the phone for, I got it exactly a year. Today's my birthday. So I got it exactly a year oh. ago. And uh, so it's at 96% for the capacity. So it's a little bit, it's starting to wear a little bit. But... This is free. Uh, let's uh, see, somebody else. I heard somebody else in there. This is Shree. Okay, go ahead, Shree. So, so Thomas, do you typically charge it overnight? Like, do you leave it charging, you know, when you go to bed? I do. And when I, so when I take it off in the morning, it's at 100%. You know, when I get to work, it's at about 85%. But the thing is, I and I turn the screen brightness down to zero and turn the screen curtain on. But the thing is, I have to leave the screen unlocked because when people are asking me to search for things, so then I have to just pull up instead of doing the whole face ID and all that. So I leave the screen unlocked, but it really drains the battery fairly quickly. Are you able to charge it while you're at work? Only with the battery because I'm standing at the front of the store. So. I see, okay. Yeah. So the MagSafe might be a good option to, to look into. That's what I was going to suggest, because then that way, you know, it's going to be, you know, you always have it charged. Yeah. All right. Very good. I'll, I'll look into those. Thank you so much. Thomas and right. speaking. Excellent. Is Karen, could I ask an add-on question? Yes, go ahead. So, you know, because if I'm going out, I don't like to go out if it's not 100%. So sometimes I'll turn off that optimize to, to bring it to 100%, you know, in the morning or whatever. Is that really bad to do? Okay, who can answer that question? This is Shree. Okay, go ahead. So, you know, there, what it, the way these batteries work is um, they're meant to not be constantly charged at 100% and continue to be charging at 100%. Uh, that's where the damage long-term occurs to the battery. So what they've done is when it's charging overnight, when it gets to 80%, it actually slows down the charging process or kind of stops till it thinks, oh, you know, you typically wake up around eight o'clock. So around six o'clock, we'll start charging it again till it gets to 100% and then it stops. Uh, that's what's recommended, and that's why they have that feature. Now, if you do it, you know, here and there, you know, you, you, you know, it's not, you're not going to damage the battery to the extent that if you always charge it and continue to charge it at 100%, that's where the damage starts occurring in the long term of the battery. So are you saying, you know, if it's at 80%, you should just like, I mean, go with it and, and leave, like leave the house at it? kind of thing i guess i'm confused this is free that's what i do like i i you know i typically charge my phone when it gets to about uh you know like around 40 35 i usually don't let it go below that hmm. but after that i'll start charging it back up and this then it'll just unplug it yes yes go ahead yeah. herbie I was just going to say, though, on days when if you know you're going to go out, if you make sure it's charged to 100 when you charge it overnight to begin with, and then just 
if you're doing things like using Bluetooth or whatever, you could always just leave it plugged in until you're ready to go out the door. Like if you're going out in the morning, for instance. So depending on how you use your phone, that might be an option of keeping it close to 100 if uh, you're going to go out soon. But um, otherwise, um, you know, it really depends on, you know, like factors like how long are you going to be out? Are you going to be watching a lot of videos and stuff while you're out? Things like, you know, do you do a lot of things that are going to deplete your battery and that really can determine on how big of a deal it actually is if it's only 80% when you leave the house. So those are just some things to think about. Great. Um, and is it okay, like, to leave it, if it's, you know, it's in the morning, it's at 100%. Is it okay to leave it plugged in for a couple of hours before you leave? I was... Yeah, sure I do. Oh, okay. Thank you. This is free. All right, we need, to uh, keep going. we need to move on, I think. Yeah. All right. Um, who has another question for us? Can I ask another question? Yes, go ahead, Chico. Uh, uh, two things. Um, what, is, um, what is audio ducking? And the other question is... Um, how can I um how can I uh, be a member of the iPod community like um like if like if I miss a recording or if I want to uh, find that uh, find that Google find that Google um uh, situation I'm trying to get out of um how do I like get like record like get recording sent to my email or or get text messages on iBug happenings, or get the latest iBug gist. Sandia. Mm -hmm. Yes, go ahead, Sandia. All right, so uh, yes, uh, Chico, you can register on our website, and you know all of our services are free. Just go to the register button, and then fill out you know just your name and email, and then you'll get email notifications. As far as recordings, we don't send the recordings out to anybody. They're available in different places. They're already they're on our website under the podcast tab uh, or the Mac and Talk or Android Insight. It just depends on which one you want to listen to. They're also available on YouTube. They're available if you ask the A-Lady or your other smart speaker, uh, they, can, they will play it for you. Um, so there are different ways you can listen to them. And so there, I hope that helps. Okay. This is Pete. Uh, yes, Pete, go ahead. Uh, Tico, was it Tico or Chico? Chico. Yeah, I thought so. Chico. Um, the other question was, um, I thought how you, how you could find um, the recording that related to your topic from the last question, which was, you know, how to move your number over into the uh, uh, Google Voice app to make it your Google phone number. That's available also on YouTube, and it would be under youtube.com slash Apple Workshop. I think that's right, is it not, Sandhya? And the date would be July 23rd of this year. Okay, and your your original, your first question though, uh, Chico, in this segment was? It was um, um, audio ducking. What, what oh is yes, audio ducking? what is audio ducking? Who would this like to help with that? Colorado. Yes, Thomas, Thomas go ahead. Colorado. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, um, audio ducking basically turns down the sound of the media that you're listening to, whether it's a show or music, so that you're able to hear voiceover. And then once once voiceover is done talking, then the normal volume resumes. So it basically turns the volume down to your media so you can hear voiceover better. I'm done speaking. All right. Very good. Who has the next question for us? Anybody else who's maybe new or hasn't, doesn't get to ask questions very often or? Hey, this is Brian. Yes, Brian, go ahead. I have lots of them, so I'll just limit myself. I'll be very self-controlled tonight and say, uh, the first one I'm interested in with my MacBook Air is, as a lot of you know now with the new uh, Apple products. Like- hang on one second, Brian. Uh, yeah, yeah, tell her. Uh, there's somebody in the background. We, uh, we can hear you. You're unmuted. So you want to mute yourself. And then if you have a question, we can come back to you. And this is Sandhya. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to, you know, clarify that uh, tonight's call, we don't talk about Mac. It's strictly yes. iOS. And then tomorrow, if you come back for the Mac and talk, then you can talk about your Mac question. So we try to keep things very uh, distinct. So, all right. Right. Thanks. Yes. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you, Brian, do you have a, uh, a, a an iPhone or an i, you know, iDevice question other than the Mac and talk? Uh, other than the Mac question. That's pretty funny because I have lots of them, but no, I'll just wait. I didn't realize, sorry guys, that it was exclusively iOS. So I will uh, curtail or hold off my question now and come back another time. Thanks lots. All righty. All right. Who else has a question? Linda. Yes, Linda, go ahead. Um, when you're in the contacts, contacts menu, and you go down and the field says instant messaging, what do you put in there? Okay. What do you put in instant messaging when you find it in your contacts? Is that? Yes. Yes. Uh, Chico, go ahead. Then I'm going to try to answer you. you. Um, once you put an instant message, um, if you're sending a message to someone, you um, there's a there's like a little field where you where you where you swipe down or swipe wherever, and either left or right, you go to where it's where it says edit. Or you go to go to that uh, that little edit field, and then you, you type your message, and then you can um, when you're done typing, you press the send button. Or if you're using Siri, you can just hold the side of the home buttons, and and dictate your message to Siri, and Siri will automatically send the message. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way, just by Going to the uh, message, going to the message center, 
Slim going to the uh, that going to messages uh, double tapping on the, the mess on the message or the messages that you were looking for, then double tap on the send button. So there's two ways to access the messages through Siri or through the old-fashioned way by manually going to messages. All right, this is Sonia. So I yes. think we still have to work on your audio, Chico. It's really uh, maybe come back and you know try to adjust your audio. I know you're trying. All right, so Linda, did that help you? Or I think you're asking where in your contact. I think that's a different question. So yeah. Go ahead. Anybody else? Okay. Who else has a thought about that? This is David. Yes, David. I think that field is goes back to uh, when people used to use like Yahoo Messenger and some of those other like AOL. I don't think people, you know, I never use those. I've never used that field myself. So uh, if you have people that are on like alternate platforms, I guess you could use that. But um, I don't find, find it very helpful. I never filled it out. This is Linda. Uh, first Pete and then Linda. Yeah, I was going to echo um, what he just said, and I'm not aware of any specific term within the Apple universe called instant message. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't relate to the messages app, to my knowledge. I don't know that term. Um, so I, I think I would just leave it blank. Okay, go ahead, Linda. I wasn't sure if it was something new because I hadn't seen it there before now. So I guess it's not new. This is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. I mean, first of all, the thing with those contact fields is you can make them really whatever you want. So if you don't like its default label, no, you can always change it. And that could be a very good Apple bite and how to adjust contact labels. So I won't go into that here, but, um, a lot of those do go back to, I don't know if they've really changed the edit field since I've gotten iPhone back in 2010. And back when I got it, well, um, instant messaging was still a big thing with MSN. So, um, but yeah, they've had a lot of those. Um, I think you could, instant messaging can mean anything for what you consider an instant messenger, fa Facebook messenger or whatever, kind of similar to what David said. All right. Thanks, everybody. You're welcome. Okay, who would like to come in here with the next great question? We're, we're covering a lot of territory tonight. This, this is Helene. Yes, Helene. Good evening. Hi. Um, I was trying to work with, um, I got the Beats Flex. Um, Mark had recommended it. I don't know if Mark is on the call. And I, I do like them, but I, I'm not sure if um, that if I can answer, not, how do I, like if I want to make a call wearing those speech flex um, in my ear, is there a way to make a call? I know I finally figured out out after a week how to pick up a call and how to end a call but if i want so, to make a call can i make a call i'm mm -hmm. mark in montreal yes mark go ahead 
I am on the call. So can everybody can hear me okay on my beans? I'm coming we through can fine. hear you. Yep, you're coming through okay. loud and clear. Okay. Typically, Helene, how do you generally make a call? What do you do? For yourself. Because some people Helene, use Siri. Well, well, I, some people I, I, just on, go to the on. keypad. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Um, so are you asking her or you're at your no I'm asking question. her I'm asking her how she typically makes a call because okay. you can do it a number of ways and she might okay go well, ahead Helene. I, I say hey Siri call Emily mm -hmm. okay that's what you want to do okay so what you do is on your left hand control and I'm feeling it right now where the indented part is where the microphone is you can feel that on your on your beats in front of that away from you is a round button and you would push on that and hold it and wait for your chime for siri let her go and say hey siri call emily and Siri would call Emily. Okay. And then uh, when you're I... done, you just press it once and hang up. Uh, same as you would if it rings and Emily's calling you, you press it once to answer and talk to Emily. Okay. This is Helene. Um, yes. My, my, uh, I'm tr trying to get to the the... the I can't tell how much, like while I was on the call, I had to just now get off of the iBug call and call back. I think that the battery went dead on the beats. Um, so how would I know that it didn't have, it doesn't warn me and I can't see if there are any lights on to show it's fully battery packed. How will I know? It makes a low yes, tone. Yes, go ahead, Mark. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Terry. Sorry. That's it all right. Makes, Go ahead. It makes a low tone when you're at 10%. Uh, it's very, if you're on a loud call like this, you might not notice it. Okay. So uh, then what happens is they just crap out at zero and they okay. die and your, 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 your yeah. uh, phone goes back to your phone and you have to plug in your beats. Like I have a second pair, so I just grab my second pair of beats and turn them on. And uh, I'm good with the second pair. But if you don't have a second pair, it'll go to your speaker once uh, if you're on a call like this uh, and, uh, and on a Zoom call. If you're on a regular yeah. phone call, I don't know. I've never had that happen. I'm done speaking, Terry. All right. Very this good. Is Shree. Yes, Shree. Um, one thing I would also suggest to let you know about the battery is to install the battery widget. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Beats uh, is when it's connected to the Bluetooth, it's going to tell you on the battery widget what is the battery strength of that unit. Uh, I typically use it for most of my Bluetooth devices. It'll tell me what the battery level is at. This is Mark in Montreal. Yes, Mark. I do that as well. I just forgot about it. Uh, it gives you a advanced warning so that if you're down to 4% or you're down to 2%, you know, you can switch out at the end of your phone call or whatever, so that you're ready for the next one. I'm done speaking. This is Marty. 
Yes, go ahead, Marty. Um, if even if you do not have the widget next to your on the right hand side of your status bar, um, where you have your phone battery to the left of that is your except for the AirPods, all other headsets will show Bluetooth battery level. This Marie. Yes, Marie, go ahead. I was gonna go back just a second. Helene, if you're used to saying, hey, Siri calls so-and-so, if you have your phone handy, you can still do that because the microphone will go, goes right into the, to the phone and uh, it hears that just fine. So you don't even have to push a button, just but you pick up your phone like you normally do. Say, hey, Siri, make a call, and it will. All right. Very good. So, Helene. yes, Helene. We're going to. Okay, you're most welcome. Okay, we still have a little bit of time left. So who would like to ask another question? This is Marty. Yes, Marty. Good yeah, evening. Oh, yeah. Hi, Terry. I'd like to know, um, I know that I can change, I can rename my folder by opening the folder and then double tapping on the name and hold, and then it will allow me to edit the text. In other words, rename my folder. I think there's another way to get to the rename folder, and I'm wondering if anyone knows that. All right. Who can help with that? Renaming a folder. This is Marie again. Yes, Marie. If you do, you know how you edit your icons so when you move them, drag them, and so forth. If you if you are editing a folder like that and you get it open, if you go up to the header, it will say it's a text field, and you can double tap it and uh, make whatever changes you want. All right. So in other words, you swipe up or down to get into that edit mode. Mm -hmm. okay. And then it will let you change the name of it. Okay. Thanks. All right. Very good. Okay. Who would like to ask the next question? We're doing really well, guys. Well, I'm a busy bee today. I have a question. Okay. I know next to nothing about the MagSafe chargers. Are they are they very heavy? Uh, do you plug them in and charge them uh, with a regular lightning cable, or do they have to have a wire? Are they wireless charging only? I've never seen one, used one, and I know very little about them. All right. Who can help with the question about a MagSafe charger? Anybody have any thoughts about that? Who maybe has used one? This is Shri. Okay, Shri, go ahead. So there's two types of MagSafe. There's just the regular wired MagSafe charging, and then there's the MagSafe, you know, portable battery. Um, if you're referring to the portable battery, it charges through a lightning port. Um, and when you snap it to your iPhone, it will give you an audible alert and tell you what the battery status is uh, if you have the battery um, widget in there. And if you're talking about a wired MagSafe charger, it's basically, typically they're a USB-C uh, output. So you have to make sure you have a USB-C wall outlet. And that basically also just uh, 
snaps to the back of your phone and it will charge your phone. And typically those are fast charging. Mm -hmm. All right. Very good. Okay, who has the next question for us? Linda. Yes, go ahead, Linda. How do you turn on Hey Siri? Very good question. I bet there's somebody who can help with that one. How do you turn on Hey Siri? This is Marty. Yes, Marty, go ahead. I believe you go into, well, you do go into settings, and then there is a, I think, a Siri thing, and you click on that, and there's a bunch of options what you can do with Siri, and one of them is um, turn that feature on, hey, Siri, All which right. I think will only work when you are charging your phone. Okay. Great, thanks. Yeah. Very this good. is Shri. Yes, Shri. So it's going to ask you to uh, say Hey Siri with uh, five different, I think it's five different commands uh, when you turn it on. When you first turn on Hey Siri, it'll say, you know, you need to repeat certain things. And once you repeat those things, then it gets activated. Now, one thing also, if you're a blind user and you're using the Hey Siri under settings accessibility, there's also a Siri settings there that if your phone is upside down, if you don't have that turned on, Hey Siri won't work. So if you're if you rely on Hey Siri all the time, make sure you turn that on also. Uh, if your if your phone will be facing upside down, then it will work if you enable that feature. Mm -hmm. Thank you. This right. is Jody. Yes, Jody. Yes, uh, Shri, is that under uh, accessibility and then Siri? Yes, and go down and it'll say uh, something about you know when the phone is facing up, upside facing face down to enable it. Okay, and this Jody again. Uh, yes. The Hey Siri used to only work when you were charging your phone, but now it works all the time. Very good. I also hey. wanted to have a correction. The, the model O'Keefe that I have is the K23. I can't remember if I said K23 or not. That's what I heard. So I believe that okay. is- Okay, I wasn't yes. sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I wrote down anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we got a couple of more minutes here. Who has another question for us? Yep, we have about five minutes, I think. So who would like to ask the next question? Okay, this is anybody... Yes, Shree, go ahead. I was just checking to see if anyone has experienced any kind of issues if they've upgraded to 15.6 or they're running pretty smooth. Okay. Who's updated to 15.6 can help with that. This is Darcy. Yes, Darcy, go ahead. Um, so far, I haven't really noticed much of anything as far as, as, far as differences. I don't think I've noticed anything of uh, of consequence. I suspect at this point, um, you know, they're probably focused more on the next major update. So I think this just fixed some bugs and whatnot. Okay. This is free. Yes, free. Go ahead. Bob, did it fix any Braille issues? Because I was hearing something about Braille. And I wanted to see if that fixed it. 
there was something about I'm not a Braille user, so I can't comment on that. But there was there was something I think in the release notes about something to do with Braille displays, but unfortunately I can't remember what it was. This is Terry. I heard that it was a Braille issue, but not necessarily a Braille display issue, which are two separate things. But I, I'll look into that uh, or may, if somebody else maybe can, uh, and we'll get back to you on that. But I think it did fix some things with Braille itself. This is Marta. I yep. got an email that, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't wait till you acknowledged me. Um, I got an email which I can look at. Hang on right one second. Minute, hang, hang on one second, Marta. Um, okay. I'm hearing somebody's uh, screen reader in the background. Yeah, so you want to always. It. I took care of it. Go ahead. Oh, good. Okay. All right, Marta, go ahead. Um, I did get an email saying that there was a Braille issue that was fixed, and I haven't checked that out. I can look that up and, and also get back to you. Um, but that would be great. I've, I have I have an issue since updating, and it's very frustrating, and I don't know if anybody can do anything about it. But I've noticed a difference in when I touch the screen, the keyboard seems more sensitive and it seems to react more quickly. And I mean, I'm new at this, so I have trouble anyway. So maybe it's me, but it just seems like since the update, it's, it's, um, it takes nothing for something to change on the screen and it, it seems to be more quick and and take a less an even lighter touch and I wondered if anyone had noticed that and if there is anything to do to make that different. Okay. This is Shri. Yes, Shri, go ahead. Do you know if you have slide to type turned on? I don't know. Uh, you could take a look at but going I to settings, general keyboard. Mm -hmm. and go down there and see if slide to type is turned on. If it is, I would recommend you turn it off and maybe that might eliminate that sensitivity. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do have it turned on. I'm sorry, go ahead. You can go ahead and turn that off and hopefully that will alleviate the problem that you're encountering. Okay, thank you. All right. And, and just good. so people know what slide to type is, it's just, it's supposed to allow you to type things a lot faster based on the direction that you slide towards the character. And it determines the word that you might be potentially typing. Uh, but I do find it very difficult for um, voiceover users um, with that being turned on. I yeah, I, I was experimenting with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I have to go turn it off myself. So thank you for that mm -hmm. slide to type. All right, I think we have time for one more question. Oh, not quite. <laughs> oh, not quite. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you, Terry Ann. Okay. Very good. All right. So, anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time around, you can say who you are, where you're from. Love to hear from you. Shree from Virginia. Welcome. Kathy from Tulsa. Hey, Kathy. Welcome. Holly from Tennessee. Helene. Okay, there's Helene and Marty and 
Okay. Who's that? All right. Okay, keep going. Anybody else? Elisa and Porter. Hello, welcome. Anybody else? I'm a newbie, Margarita from El Paso. Oh, hey, Margarita. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Okay, anybody else? Do new voicemails. All right, so whoever's got the voicemails coming in, you got to go on mute. Okay. All right, so now, 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 what time is it? It is the time for our big reveal. And with those enigmatic clues, that's the only way I can think to describe them because nobody understands them. So anyway, <laughs> let's, let's go for it. Let's see where the Prince of Charm is tonight. Mr. Ibug Guy, are you out there? Prince of Charm. Yes, yes, yes. I am here again. Glad to be back with everyone this beautiful Monday night, the last Monday of July. All right, we've got some great clues coming up to help you figure out what's going to be the movie this week. And where's my friend? He's not a good friend. We're just acquaintances. So uh, we uh, yeah, friends. I helped him uh, in invent the internet. Uh, my buddy Al Gore <laughs> did the clues here for us this week. So, all right, remember the, the rules, 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 rules. We have rules. You get one guess per clue, five guesses per game, and just like on the regular programs, say your name, wait to be acknowledged, and then you can try to guess what the movie is. All right, are we ready to go? I didn't have any fun facts this week. Good. Al let me down. Let's move along. All right, here we go. Two, number one. Well, wait, what are we doing? What are we What's doing? This segment called. Oh, the segment is Michael. You had to ask. <laughs> of all right, all right. Welcome back. I bug needs a comedy show with Michael as a comedian. I've got to work on my intro. Music. <laughs> all right, here we go. Cue number one. Our film this week is set in England in the late 16th century. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, yes. This is Pete. Pete. The Lion in Winter. The Lion in Winter. What a great movie set in England in the late 16th century. 
but unfortunately not the one we're picking for this week. This is Suva. Oh, Suva. Overlord. Overlord. Never heard of it. So <laughs> this I is guess mad. Not it. Uh-oh. Ned sounds confident. Uh-oh. A man for all seasons. A man for all seasons. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No. Good try, though, Ned. I thought you had it. This is Shree. Marty. Oh, Shree, then Marty. Um, I don't have my numbers correct here, but is it Columbus? Columbus. As in Ohio? It might have been. I'll just say Ohio because I'm sure my number is so off that I'm probably embarrassing myself. About 200 yes, years. Yes, you okay. embarrassed. 1492. Okay, keep going. It's Marty. Okay, Marty, come, come save uh, us. Macbeth. Macbeth. Ooh, ooh, that yeah. is so close, so close. But that's not it either. All right, we're gonna move on. We got to yeah, move on here. Go, go, go. Two number f- two. No, the contemporary feel. <clears throat> I gotta clear my throat. I need some water. Uh, hurry up. Where's my beverage? Oh my goodness. Couldn't you do that before you did this? Uh, oh, I, did, I didn't do my voice clear. All right. Move on. The contemporary feel of the humor makes the movie seem like a contest between masterpiece theater and a Mel Brooks film. This is Pete. Mr. Pete. Tudors. Tudors. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. No, Pete. This is David. Good try. Good try. Takes place in the 16th century in England. All right. He almost had it. Uh, Who was that? David. This is David. David. Is it Shakespeare in Love? Shakespeare in Love. Oh, David was so, so. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, yes, yes. Shakespeare in Love on the second clue. What gave it away? Uh, Well, the setting, I guess, the time. And then I remember it was kind of funny. I mean, I saw it a long time ago. It had some humor in it. All right. David got the movie, yes, from 1998, won seven Oscars, starring Gwyneth Produced Paltrow. Produced by the infamous Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> the, yeah, well, we won't mention that. Yeah, we And Best Picture, Best Leading Actress, Best Supporting Actress, unfortunately, the male lead of Shakespeare, Young Shakespeare, did not receive any awards. Okay, so, all right, Johnny, what do we have for our winner tonight? <laughs> okay, David. <laughs> well, you get two, I don't know what, you're not going to, anyway, two prizes. One is the replica of the Rose Theater. Apparently, it is a beautiful theater, and uh, they actually created it for the movie, 
And now you too can go and have your wild parties there on the weekend or whenever you want. So hopefully you'll have room for the Rose Theater. It's supposed to be, like I said, a beautiful antique kind of old fashioned theater. And then the other thing is a red rose. And if you don't know why we gave away a red rose, come to the movie and we will find out. So thank you, David. Good job on that clue there. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. Say good night, please. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait. Here we go. I like that music. Needs more cowbell. Definitely needs more cowbell. That was a lot of intro. That was a blue oyster cult. <laughs> well, he had, he had, long. He had if time I, if I did on the that, I, I wouldn't be allowed to do that. But anyway, okay, we're going on mute. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. Say goodnight. You're, I'm saying goodnight for you. You said goodnight. Too long, then. All right. Okay, peeps. Welcome back now. That's the end of uh, Michael's movie, Minutia. And we're going to hand it over to Miss Terry Ann for the iBug Bite segment. Terry Ann, take it oh, away. All righty there. I wonder if I was the only one that didn't quite understand what just happened, but that's uh, for another day. All right. You're, you're, you're too young to understand. We'll talk about I, it later. Okay. okay. I guess so. All right, so hopefully screen time settings. Do you, do you hear that all right? Search, search field. Bring it a little closer, yeah. Double tap to edit, there you dictate go. Good, 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 button. Good, good, good. Oh, good. <clears throat> Double tap to start dictation. All right. Double so, tap with two fingers. All right. So the iBug Bite segment tonight is going to be um, talking about how to how do you get to do not disturb uh, in the iOS 15 uh, update because it's uh, it's moved a little bit. Um, so uh, to find do not disturb, you first go into settings and which I have. Okay. Wi-Fi, airplane, Terry, dictate, search, settings. All right. So I'm in the settings heading. So now I'm going to swipe to the right several times. Search, search field, dictate button. Terry and Sorman, Apple ID, airplane mode off. Wi-Fi, Terry and Tiffin 5, but Bluetooth on button. Cellular button, personal hotspot off. Notifications button. 
Sounds and haptics button. Focus button. So right after sounds and haptics is a focus button. And focus is a new thing with iOS 15. So I'm going to double tap on focus. Do not disturb on. And voila, there is do not disturb. And I, of course, dutifully have it turned on. Now, I just want to show you a couple of other options that are here regarding do not disturb um, and uh, and focus just real quickly. But but that's basically if you want to want to go into settings and turn it on or off, this is how you get to it. Um, you can also, if you have an internet connection, you can ask uh, Siri to turn on do not disturb or to or turn off do not disturb and that reminds me of one other thing if you ask him uh, by pressing the button on the side or your home button and you hear that uh, those two tones, you don't then have to say H-E-Y-S-I-R-I -I because that those two tones mean that Siri is already listening to you. So I, I uh, somebody mentioned that earlier, so I'm thinking about that now. So I want to point that out. But anyway, so you could use H-E-Y Siri or, or just talk to Siri, however, pushing buttons and ask him or her to turn on or off, do not disturb. But if you really want to go into settings and do it, um, that's how you get to it. Cause it's, it's this new, um, in this new feature in, in iOS 15, that's where you find it. So swiping to the right that, well, there is an ad feature and I'm not sure what that does. So I won't worry about that. So there's the do not disturb on. So if you're driving and and you don't want people to, you know, be disturbing you or you don't want to be talking to people while you're driving, um, that's where you find that. So you can turn do not disturb on in while you're sleeping. So this is a good reason to go into settings to, um, you know, make these kinds of adjustments. Personal setup. You can set it up um, personally, however you want. And work. Focus silences, alerts, and notifications. Share across devices. So this is the cool thing. You can now share do not disturb with, with other devices. So I have two uh, iPhones here. And when I ask one iPhone uh, to turn on uh, Do Not Disturb, it then automatically turns it on on the other iPhone. So I don't have to bother, uh, you know, doing it twice. Or if I had uh, an iPad or a, or a Mac, that, that would do it too. So I think... Turning a focus on for this device will also turn it on for your other devices. Yep, I think that's what I said. So that that's the last thing there. So that's what you you want to go into focus and to find do not disturb if you want to go into settings and and uh, look for it. So I hope that's helpful for people. 
All right, thank you, Terry Ann. We will open it. Okay, now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. No, no, I, I couldn't. I need three hands here, so I'm going to mute myself now. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Does anybody have a question for Terry Ann about just activating Do Not Disturb? This is really not all about focus because that is a very involved topic. So specifically, anything that she covered? Do you have any questions? You have to unmute. This is Pete. Go ahead. I had a follow-up on a previous question on Siri, and she talked about Siri. Does Can I squeeze it in, or should I yeah. wait? Go ahead. Uh -huh. Who I forget who asked the question about do not or uh, Siri, um, but Sri made the point that you can go into your accessibility settings. Go to settings, accessibility, and under and then to Siri, and then there's a series of buttons you can check there. And under the spoken response heading, under the Siri setting, uh, flick about five down, and there's an option that says. Always listen for Hey Siri. If that is in the on position, then Siri will listen for you to say Hey Siri when the uh, phone is face down, which often covers the uh, microphones. And if this is not on, she may not hear you as well as uh, as if you had that setting in the on position. All right, good point. And when you have that feature on, and you accidentally, or if you're trying to call Shree and Siri, and there's all kinds of craziness happens between the two of them. It's really something else. So anyway, he needs to change right. his name. I know, I digress. Okay, any other questions for Terry ann Nikki? Okay, go ahead. Um, is it possible to disarm the alarms with the do not disturb? I haven't been able to do that. Of course, I couldn't do it before either, so maybe it's not possible. We just have to do it manually. Is there a way to do it? Like I don't, if you set an alarm for five o'clock for iBug, and then you can't go in, or you're in a meeting and you want to, um, and you're on do not disturb, you have to un at least so far we have to undo it manually. You have to undo the alarm. Just oh. you know, click on the yes. alarm and, and turn it off, rather than have do not disturb take care of that. Right. I believe do not disturb. Uh, uh, doesn't work for um, alarms and okay. a couple other things too. And I'm drawing a blank on what those are at the moment. This is Pete. Pete, go this, ahead. Can you not just say, hey, Siri, turn off 5 p.m. alarm? I couldn't find the alarm. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> yeah, I, su I suppose so. Yeah. Hadn't thought of In that. other words, go straight to Siri instead of trying to go through Do Not Disturb. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. But um, but then would it be would it be off for good or would it come back on after the five o'clock thing if you needed it for every, like every day? Um, I it it would probably stay off until you went back into Siri again and said and then said turn it turn on again. Back oh, okay. on. Yeah. Because the okay, whole point. Yes, I haven't tested it, but I'm pretty sure. Siri would turn it off at arm. Off oh. This is Terry. I, I think the whole point of, of, you know, the alarms still working when, uh, when um, uh, do not disturb is turned on 
is because let's say you turn it on at, at night and but you still want to wake up at five o'clock right. in the morning you need the alarm <laughs> to be coming on yeah of course but yeah. having said that i think if let's say you have do not disturb on and you have set it so that certain phone calls um can come through even though do not disturb is on let's say somebody's calling you for uh, an emergency or something you have to uh indicate to to do not disturb that you don't you want this person's phone call to bypass do not disturb so you can do that but for alarms no this okay. is Shri. thank you okay go ahead Shri. i think that you know maybe uh, this is probably more into the focus area where that'll probably would work so you may want to try and play around with the focus and see if you can enable or disable that particular app which is the alarm clock maybe that'll mm -hmm. work but you know that's not what we're that's, i don't think right we'll talk we're about not covering that. that that's something different yeah okay. that's a whole thank you different very much. thing no i appreciate that thank you all right okay any other questions regarding um getting to do not disturb via focus yes this is marta um okay we have kathy first kathy. uh kathy first go oh i'm sorry I, um i was just going to comment that i have my do not disturb on it for night from like 10 at night to seven in the morning and um now every night at 10 it kind of says do not disturb is on and kind of lets me know what time it is. <laughs> I like it. You know, if I'm in bed, I might hear it say, you know, do not disturb is off. So I know it's seven in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So really the whole point of my iBug Bite segment was just to show you how to get to Siri. I, I don't know that we want to go into the various, uh, you know, features of, of Siri at this point, but um, so I'll, um, Okay, and uh, Marta, you had a question or a thought? I did. Yeah, I did. I had a question. Um, is there, a, okay, I, I understand you went into the settings and turned it on. Is there a way that I can set it up to say, turn on, do not serve Sundays at 11 or at 1030 for church? Is there a way to do something like that? Yes, and and but that is again out of the purview of this um, discussion right now. <clears throat> oh, okay. but I'm sorry. but you know, hold that thought and <clears throat> excuse me, and and come back with it, and uh, you know, perhaps we'll have another uh, time to talk more in depth about uh, well about Siri and uh, other things such as that. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think that should take care of it for now, Sandia. It sounds yep. like we have some things for future whatever. <laughs> yes, very good. Thank you. And we have a few minutes before the iChoice segment. So uh, anybody have any questions? I didn't have a turn previously. Somebody new that hasn't had a turn, we'd like to give you a chance. Somebody Lisa. Okay, go ahead. Okay, well, I haven't had a turn. <laughs> so whenever you 
I was in my groups and I was trying to post in the iBug Today group today about something and I couldn't see it. And it, does anybody else see that on their Facebook groups? Or do we have to pin it? So you you couldn't find the your i your groups in your in the groups tab. No, I found it, but I couldn't find this group. Okay. Anybody had that problem? Not seeing their groups. This is Pete. Pete. I also could not find just the iBug group. I looked for iBug because in the in the groups tab. <laughs> If you start at the top, you uh, you will eventually find an item that a button that says your groups. Um, and tapping on that, I, I saw like 20 groups that I'm in, but I did not see iBug today. Um, but there's also another button there, Alicia. If um, if you flick to um, what is it? Press 20 for all groups. Uh, you might try that one. Otherwise, the only way I've found to find iBug is in the uh, dimmed settings. Or, I'm sorry, what was that? Pin. Pinned, yes, pin. pin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, P -I -N. once you pin it, yeah. then it'll be up, up at the top. So. Yeah. All right, thank you, It's just Lisa. strange that it's not in the list of all groups. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure why that is. Okay, <clears throat> thank you. All right, who's the next question? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn. This is David. David. Uh, yeah, uh, carrying on with that uh, topic, uh, Facebook, I no longer have a groups tab on mine. I have reels and um, what is it, stories, but groups is not on there. Is there a way to customize it so it comes back? Because I don't think it was on there for a while, and then it seems like it goes away whenever Facebook decides to update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, All right. I know I can get to it from my person. You have to go like to your settings and their menu. You have yeah. to go through like three or four menus and then they're all there alphabetically. Right. Or, but uh, yes. I, didn't, I didn't know about the pinning either. I've never tried that. So I'll have to try it. But, yeah, I mean, the, the fallback, but, like you said, is the very left tab is the Facebook menu, and then that gives mm -hmm. you the list of all the various shortcuts. But, okay, anybody have any mm -hmm. ideas for David to, how to bring his groups back? Just a tab. I mean, tab, so it's easy to get to. Groups tab, Shree. Um, have you tried maybe uninstall it and reinstall it? No. Anybody else? Okay. Too bad, David. You'll hopefully it'll come back. Maybe the next update groups will appear. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you, David. Okay. Quickly, anybody else with a new question? Somebody who hasn't had a turn. Anybody? Miss Kathy. Kathy, go. <laughs> Does um anybody else? Uh, download things to the Victor stream because I was trying to, um, so I had the problem myself trying to download the Mac talk um, and it didn't, it said um, it gave me an error and Paul was trying to um, download the, the, um, the one from July 10th, the, the Wordle um, presentation and his, um, he also got the error. I don't know. I've downloaded other 
podcast. I like the podcast thing on the Victor stream because you can you can do fast forward and rewind pretty easily. So it's easy to skip through stuff. Um, so it's kind of, is there any? Okay. Um, well, this is Sonia. I mean, we've had this a little, it, we, um, one thing I would suggest, uh, so if you are playing a like one of our podcasts from our website, for example, you go there and it says Squarespace, SM, blah, blah, you know, whatever the, the, the thing, and then you're, you're playing it. Then what you can do is go to the share. And then if you have like voice stream or Dropbox or whatever, then it, you can copy it there. It will download it to that location and then you can uh, go back and listen to it that way. You can manipulate it. Because oh, yeah, some, sometimes when you listen to it straight from the website, it will time out. People say, oh, it stopped in the middle. And, you know, it's like, well, so that. Uh, but the other uh, solution that uh, the iBug guy told me is that once you start listening, if you turn off voiceover, that may keep it from timing out so those are two possibilities yeah. but there's no because um downloading from the victor stream is kind of nice you know because it's already got the iBug is is there it's kind of got its own podcast thing you know so you get into this menu and you just can see what's new and or look for what you want but yeah. you're recommending forget that and go just do it on the iphone completely yeah, I, I don't know. I can't really talk. I don't know if we can really go into uh, the Victor Reader. It's kind of beyond what we're going to be doing here. But This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Um, have you tried to go to the the like the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and try to play through that way? Because that does have, you know, pause, rewind, and fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> I I haven't done this one, but I just kind of decided somewhere along the way that I like listening to podcasts on the Victor stream. But, um, it, it, you know, and plus it has buttons, so it's real easy to, you know, to feel the buttons and just sit on, you know, this fast forward or sit on rewind. Right. Marty, last comment. Then we got to move on to iPhone um, toys. Go. Ka Ooh. Kathy, what is your what is your problem i heard you mention the she victor. has a I didn't lot get of it problems to party are you trying to get the, <laughs> we are you only have a half get, an hour okay are you trying to get the podcast <laughs> down to the victor yeah or when i hit it? download you know find the one i want i hit download and it it just kind of crashes and says error i think it was error 11 it shouldn't because i do the same thing i go to the eyeball buzz and, and that's where i download my episodes to the victor and they okay, download well so I was just this having is... this problem with the Mac talk things, but now Paul just tried it with a regular iBug, you know, the um, the Apple cafe and, and had trouble. Couldn't do this it. This is Terry. Okay, Terry, go. Uh, the, the, the Victor stream is, is a horse of a different color that we don't usually yeah. talk about yeah. here. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I mean, I'd like to. It's yeah. more of an iBug downloading. On issue really you know i don't I, I thought maybe there was something different i could do never mind i withdraw my question good okay, okay. here we go all right i bug bites i mean i bug i toys segment we're going to put everybody on mute no okay we are going to have our i toys segment it's the fourth monday of the month so herbie are you ready herbie I am. Yes, oh, indeed. Right. 
Okay. All right, folks. So today I'm going to really try to make this as simple but as in-depth as possible. I know that kind of sounds weird, but we're going to talk about the Apple Watch more so from a hardware perspective. So this is not going to be a demo of the watch, how to use it, whatever. This is going to be more of what is the watch, what does it look like, and what are some of the things it can do. So you've a lot of you have heard us talking about this Apple Watch. A lot of people have had questions. So the brief history, it uh, they came out with it in 2015 with the Apple Watch and um, basically Series 0. And we're now up to Series 7 with an eighth one expected later this year. The watch looks like a square. If you have the six or above, it comes in 40 and or 44 centimeters. And now starting with the seven, it is 41 and 45. I've heard that may even increase with the eight. I have the series six myself and maybe I'll get an eight later this year because I hear you can actually type on that thing. So the watch itself, when you get it in the box, what you're going to see is a flat square with on the bottom, my watch will, the watch will talk when you touch it, but on the bottom, you're going to see like a magnetic circle. That's where, how you charge it with a, um, you put it on a little magnet type thing. And the top is very smooth on the sides. You've got two buttons, the digital crown and the side button. And the side button is looks a lot like the lock screen button on the phone, more so like on the older iPhones when it used to be on the top. For those of you that uh, may remember those phones, it's kind of long and rectangular. The digital crown button is not only a button but you put you can also turn it as well and it is also where some of the sensors are if you want to take like your pulse or blood oxygen levels things like that so the now you're wondering okay i've got this flat square in the box how do i wear it well there are a number of bands that come with it, what you'll get in the box by default is a set of traditional looking watch bands, but there are a ton of custom bands. You've got the silicone loop that Apple is also selling, and there's just a lot more on Amazon. Like I know Chanel likes this canvas type band, and you slide the side them onto the sides of the watch. It's a little bit tricky and... Um, you kind of have to work at it. So why would I want this spe this Apple Watch? What can it do for me? Well, first of all, it is a health monitor on your wrist. Yes, and it, it, it's like, um, it, it really is a health medical monitor that is strapped to, to your wrist. It can do all sorts of cool things. The workouts alone, and if you want to know more about those, I encourage you to go check out the iBug Cafe that Kenny and I, and I think somebody else did last year. Sorry if I'm forgetting the third person. Maybe it was you, Sandhya, on the Apple Watch and just the workouts that are on there. But that's not all. I mentioned some other things. It can check your pulse rate. It can 
detect a lot of other things with your heart rate, even in the background. There are tons of articles that I've tweeted about where it saved people's lives because it alerted them to an irregular heartbeat that they were unaware of. It can do it to, can do things like uh, cycle tracking if you wanted to do that for um, that to type of thing. Um, I'm that's at the top of my head because Apple made a big deal over that one a couple years ago. And a lot of other little health things as well. It can't do blood sugars yet. There's rumors that it'll be able to one day. And uh, same with blood pressure. And there's an entire health app built into the watch. And let's see, what else can it do? Well, in addition to the health monitoring, there's a lot of other little things you can do. There's a built-in phone app. It can You can do quick response to texts. You can run third-party apps. If you have your AirPods paired to it, you can listen to music or audiobooks on various apps that have the watch support. You can also check your mail. You can use Siri on it to also send messages or whatever. I have found her a little bit more limiting on the watch. And a lot more. I promise you, I'm just scratching the surface here. So how much is the watch? Well, there's four models, really, um, because of the different sizes. So I alluded to it now. So if I was looking on the Apple store a few minutes ago, so these prices are current and you might be able to get better deals on like Amazon or whatever. But if you buy it outright from Apple, the there's two models of the watch. There's the standard watch with GPS and then there's the cellular model with GPS. And no surprise, if you look up watch in the Apple store, you're going to see the cellular ones first. And the going price for a 41 centimeter cellular model is $699 versus $399 without the cellular model. I only I have the standard because I'm always going to keep my phone with me anyway, but the cellular one is great for if you're somebody that's going to go places without your phone, but you want to be able to stay connected. However, in addition to the fact that it's more expensive, you do also have to pay for a plan and that is usually going to cost you around $10 a month with your carrier. So that is the additional charge. Otherwise, if you get the standard watch, that's it. You're done once you purchased it, unless you buy any accessories like bands or whatever. And you just pair it to your phone. It works with voiceover right out of the box. Um, one of perhaps the biggest gripe about it is there's really no startup sound, so it's not easy to tell that it's on. So you just have to keep playing with the crown and like you would uh, with the phone, but you just uh, triple click it the way you would your side button or home button. And voila, voiceover will eventually come on and then you can go through the pairing options. So with that, are there any questions? And again, we're focused more on the hardware aspects of the watch. So if I, some questions, if you're going to ask me, like, how do I blah, 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 this is at Pete. best I might give brief answers. Go ahead, Pete. Two quick ones. Will it accept dictation 
in text fields? And second, what is cycle tracking? Dictation, I've had a lot of interesting issues with it. Now, maybe this is improved on the 7. I had, right now, I could, I, the other day, I could not even find the dictation button. In the past, I could get it to dictate, but then it would freeze on me, like voiceover would. And so I had to swipe and guess where the button was to send. And it also meant I could not review anything that I sent. Um, I'm going, Brad had mentioned the other one time though, that the Apple series seven does have a built-in keyboard that works with voiceover. And so I really like to pl uh, play with that cycle tracking. Um, that's again, it's for, um, it's one of the things Apple was touting about their new features. It's supposed to help with the once in a month, uh, cycle thing. And I think you'll get where I'm going from there. Um, thank you. You're welcome. This is Shree. Yes, Shree. So I know we can't see the watch, but um, those who have the cell service, the crown is in the color red. All right. So, so the crown itself, like, does it is it that color physically, or does it light up like when the watch is on to make it red? Physically red. Physically red. So that distinguishes when you have cell service. So, so that just distinguishes, so it becomes red, so it's red when you get it right out of the box, or it becomes red when the cell service is active? No, it comes out as, as red, because okay. you, you're buying the device right. with cell service, so it's red. Yeah, okay, so you, that's how, at least visually, you'll know which watch you have. Um, the other thing I did not talk about is there's a number of different types of finishes you can get on the watch, from aluminum to titanium. The titanium being is going to be a little bit more expensive. Um, I think I just have the standard aluminum type finish, but it is a really strong material. I have banged up a couple of older model watches, but uh, just on accident, and uh, these later model ones are a lot more sturdier. Okay, so very good to know there, Shri. I did not know that about uh, the cellular watches till just now. So this is Pete. Yes. Do they still have the gold uh, finish? Or was it I, the this is one that was like $14,000? Yes. Yeah, it was like, no, it was like, it was 10000 This is Marty? Yeah, they canceled Hold on, that. Sandia's talking. They've, so. can, they've canceled that. They don't make that anymore. Uh, thank you. So, sorry. Yeah, I know well, you were going to get me one, but, you know. I was okay. planning on it. Aw. All right. That's a I nice We're all going to ship in. Now what are we going to do? All right, keep going. Got All answer. right, Marty. Yeah, um, answer to Pete's question. I thought they still had, because um, I got my wife about three years ago, the titanium, and it came with a rose gold, I think, expansion band. This is Darcy. Darcy, yes. Yeah, the the gold one that they're talking about, it was, I don't remember the how many carats it was, but this was when the watch was first introduced and it was like $10,000. And I think it only, I think it only was the first generation watch. So chances are anybody who threw down 10 grand for one of those things probably isn't using it anymore because it wouldn't really work with too much anymore. But yeah, that was, that was something they sort of tried. I think, I think Apple was trying a little bit to get into the sort of like the high fashion thing there. And uh, now they're sort of more focused on it as sort of a health health aid, but that was, I think, sort of an experiment they tried and they abandoned. All right, so Pete, this it is sounds Diane. like you were seven years too late. Go ahead, Diane. 
Yes, so yeah, the gold watch was the Hermes watch, and it is discontinued. Um, But also a little point about the cellular. Um, If you are on a subcarrier instead of the standard AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, if you're on a subcarrier such as Metro or like me, I'm on Mint, they do not cover the um, cellular. You can't right, not so. get a data plan for that. So just just a, so that is a good to up. know. And something to consider when you're purchasing your watch, what kind of cellular provider are you on? Mm-hmm. And Sandhya. Oh, I was just going to throw in one little tidbit of iBug history. So when that gold watch came out, uh, the iBug guy and I got to actually try it on. They gave us a special showing when we actually used to have in-person meetings. So it was very cool. The lady got it out of their whatever vault or whatever, and we got to, we actually took pictures. We got to go dig those up somewhere. But anyway, we did get to see them. So. That'd be a good use for Instagram. That probably wow. what posted two years. Did you notice? Right. Did it feel any different? Did you? Did it? Was it like heavier, or was it? Was there any like? physically like the touch of it did, did you notice a difference at all uh, i don't remember i just kept thinking oh my god oh my god this is crazy it's <laughs> like don't drop you it. Had don't drop it. it. yeah michael's like put it in your purse i was like what are you saying <laughs> you're you're wait a minute you just realize this call is being it. recorded okay Somebody better edit all right that out. Uh, there any just because actual... we can't see it doesn't all right all right guys it. so 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 the goal stuff is cool, but do we have any real questions yeah, now right go right ahead this is shree yes uh, one of the comments I wanted to make about the Apple Watch right now in this year, it is the number number one selling watch in the world compared to a- regular analog phone versus any other. I'm sorry, not phone, any other watches. watches. Yep. The Apple Watch is the number one selling watch in the world now. And when it comes to accessibility, it really is the only other option. You can, I understand, use the Google Watch with the phone app, but you can't actually use the watch itself. So. Um, you know, when it comes to accessibility, that really is the only other option. This is, this is true. What, Go ahead, Shree. Um, One other thing I want to make, um, what you said, I have a Series 7, and it does have, you know, always on. So when I do pick it up from the charger, voiceover will start talking. All right. Cool. Are you able to type on your watch at all? Um, I haven't gotten that far. Okay, well, this I'd really great. like to know because it's going to affect my watch purchasing, my watch decision for Christmas. Go ahead. <laughs> This is three. Uh, this is Pete. All right, you, not... all right, Greg first. You've had your. You've had a couple yeah. questions there, Pete. Okay. Thanks. Uh, I had a couple of just real basic questions on the Apple Watch. One yes. is, do you have to be? How do you have to be within a certain range of your iPhone for the watch to uh, to work? And then the other question is, uh, with voiceover talking, if you're if you have an Apple Watch, are you pretty much wearing AirPods all the time? No, to the second one, no. I've not even used the AirPods really with the watch myself um, because I just, I don't use my watch for that. I use it more really for the workout stuff and some of the secondary features like the phone and text to a small degree. Um, I, it's great having, for instance, a good speaker phone on your watch where if you're needing to walk and talk, like say with your cane, it can be really useful for that. So I do, you generally use it more out loud than anything. As to the range question, um, I mean, it has to be in Bluetooth range of your phone, but the watch will also pair to Wi-Fi networks through your phone. So if your your watch is 
on a Wi-Fi network at least, it can still, I don't know if it can, if it's still fully in range of your phone, but it can at least do some things like phone calls and text and whatnot. And I, that can also come in handy because like, say if you're updating your phone, you know, your watch will still be receiving stuff even when your phone um, it like turns off or whatever, so. Okay, this is Sonia. I think yep. we need to wrap it up, all right? So. All right, anybody other than Pete? This is, this is Marty. It's Kathy. Right. Kathy. Can you tell me how big it is? Can you translate that? What did you say, 41 centimeters? 40, 41 the, the millimeters? Series, so the Series 7 is 41 millimeters or 45 millimeters? Oh, because it said, I asked it, I guess I must have said centimeters because it said it was 16 inches. Well, they have big watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is and is there a pocket watch no that's just the only uh, type of watch there is um, there is by the way a, an equivalent of the SE model watch I forgot to talk about that real quickly but there is like an SE equivalent of the watch too that's a little bit cheaper alright Terry take us out um, the uh, answer to yes if you have the what they call the GPS model the non-cellular model yes you do have to be uh, within range of your phone uh, in order for it to work. Um, and if you have a Wi-Fi connection, which you really have to have, you can uh, make phone calls with it. If you have the cellular model, which is what I have, you don't have to be within your uh, range Correct. of your phone to do such things as making phone calls. And I can tell you um, five weeks ago, today I had a very serious medical issue and I called 911 from my watch all right well I'm glad the watch was able to save your life this is Marty yep. all right um Sandhya yes you're moving on okay we will uh, this is like a really big topic so we just have to go back to our regular questions and definitely check out the demo of the iBug uh, of um the Apple Watch that we covered, I think it was with Brad, and so that that was, I think, we'll we'll go back Kenny. and check that out. Kenny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Herbie, very much. Very good. All right. Okay. Now, anybody who didn't have a chance to ask questions, we have a few minutes left in this meeting. So, who has questions? This is Terry. Okay. Go. Um, you were talking about chargers earlier. I have a, a, a what they call a sticky battery because it like adhesively, if that's a word, sticks to the back of your phone. But one thing that I can't figure out about it is there is a button on the back. And if I press it in, it will say that it's charging, uh, meaning that it's charging your phone. But then it, it shuts off just a few seconds later. And I haven't been able to determine what this battery is really supposed to do does anybody have any ideas about that okay this is pete pete is your phone already fully charged at 100 percent uh not always okay okay anybody else it's diane go ahead diane um i just had a quick question when you said a sticky battery you talking about your magsafe battery no, it's a, it's a battery that instead of having a battery case, you, you just put this battery onto the back of your phone. And I do have a, a, a thin case, 
but it's not real thin that my phone is actually in, but it still is able to um, charge the phone when the mm. phone. Uh, what kind it, of um, phone do you have? I have an iPhone uh, SE 2020. Okay. I believe that's MagSafe. Um, because it does, it feels kind of like a magnet sticking to your, um, it's not a magnet. It's, it's adhesive. Adhesive. Mm -hmm. This is Shree. Okay. Go Shree. Um, do you think it's your on off button? Well, I don't know. I thought so, but it doesn't seem to be behaving like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. hey. This is Mark and Mike off. Okay, Mark, you sound kind of muffled. Sorry, hang on. We'll move the beats over here. Thank oh, you. That's Go more ahead. better. Okay, sorry about that. I'm just okay. trying to get untangled here. Okay. Um, my thought would be, uh, hold it in for a couple of seconds, Terry. Uh, it may be turning it on intermittently, but you're not holding the button in long enough for maybe one, two, three. Let it go, see what happens. Ah, I'm just thinking okay. out of the box. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good. Thank right. you. Thank, Thank you. Marianne. All right. Somebody else. Somebody new didn't have a chance. Getting close to the end. Anybody have a question that they have? This is Shree. Okay. Hang on, Shree. Anybody else? Mark in Montreal. Okay. Go, Mark. Clubhouse question, okay? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Can anybody explain briefly all, where you see all the names up at the top? Um, what used to be the old buddy list at the bottom? When you tap on one of those names and it gives you options of leaving a message, uh, it would show you if they're in a room first or leaving a message or there's one other one and then escaping from the person. What? And also, can somebody explain that, what the options are, what it does? Uh, and also what this waving thing does, because it doesn't seem to work with voiceover, somebody sends you a wave, you double tap on that person and uh, it's wonky. So does anybody have answers to either of those questions? <laughs> Mark, that could be like a cafe, that question right there. <laughs> okay, well, we can save it. We can okay, save it no, if, you about, anybody have a quick, night, if you want tomorrow night if you want. Yeah, you can come tomorrow to the clubhouse. Uh, but anybody yeah. have a quick answer about any of the, the you know, the, the options in the beginning of what he's asking? Any bit of our clubhouse users? There are a lot of new changes there, but... God, I'm a clubhouse user and I can't figure it out. So. I, yeah. Anybody have any quick notes, thoughts for Mark? Yeah. Okay. We'll hopefully we'll get on there tomorrow and continue this discussion, Mark, hopefully. Okay. But good question. That is a perfect, you mean a great question. So, all right. Anybody else who didn't have a turn? This is right. Okay, go. So on your workshop, you mentioned about the battery indicator on the AirTag. Were we ever able to hear the battery indicator on the AirTag? Uh-huh. Yes. It would, it we were able to? Like, yeah, I can see like my Misha's, my dog's tag. It says like 30%, 40, you know, it tells you different percentages. So that's what's going to go away. So it, you'll only get a notification when it's very low. Okay. Because last time I tried it, it would just... It would hover over it, but it wouldn't read it. But you're yeah. saying it was reading it? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. Anybody else? Other questions? Sharon? Sharon, go ahead. Um, you know, I, I, I was asked, used to ask Siri like two days ago. I used to ask Siri what the temperature was, and she would tell me what the temperature was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? It's hot. So, it's hot. Right. Hot, hot. What? Why are you asking me? But yeah. then now she's like showing me something that shows like temperature across America. I, I don't care. <laughs> what? I mean, you don't care? Well, I care where it is, what it is, Houston, of course. But oh, nonetheless, good, good, good. Okay, the but... rest of America. So it's like, has, has anybody noticed that? And any ideas why that's happening? So what is she saying exactly? Like she just she says. Said, she's telling me like, Here's some helpful information or something or like, yeah, I don't know what, what do you, what is your question to her? This is something, what is your question? What's the temperature? Okay. Yeah. That is interesting. Is Pete. Pete, go. What's the temperature? It's about 81 degrees outside. Oh, well, well, obviously yours, your Siri likes you better than yeah. It's, it's you, Sherry. Like, this is Shree. Go ahead. No accounting for taste. Okay, why don't I, hang on, hang on. Okay, go, Sherry. Uh, do you have location services turned on? You know, I double-checked that, and I think I do. Good thought, good thought. Did you ask where am I? Does it tell you you're in the right place? Oh, that's a good, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that, go that far. All right, I'll ask her that. Okay, okay. This good is deal. Terry. Go ahead. I have a an unofficial thought. I know that Apple is trying to make improvements to Siri in many aspects to, you know, to uh, try to catch up with some of the competition uh, when it comes to artificial intelligence. And I just wonder, and, and there might be a setting for this now, especially with these, all these new iPhone uh, updates uh, for something like this. And, and uh, maybe that's turned on or something so that's just an unofficial thought unofficial thought okay yeah. all right Sharon, good luck. Where I am. thanks guys okay we have time for one very quick question anybody else who didn't have a turn we'd love to hear from you somebody new don't you have one i don't have a question uh, what asking questions i find that so hard to believe uh, sandia that you don't this have a her question me. Okay, Herbie, you have a real question. Go. Well, I just I was gonna tell something, <laughs> so, tell you all something that happened to me that hopefully it never happens to you. But if it does, what to do? If uh... quickly go. So the I was having a weird issue where I could not, I was not getting or being able to make or receive calls outside of uh, people that had T-Mobile, and so I checked and uh, they said no, it's not an issue on their end, and so they had me do a network reset, and uh, so I had to do that and that fixed the issue but it was uh, rather weird because i thought it was on there and just since i could still do t-mobile calls and um one cool thing is uh when i reset up my wi-fi it would actually ping chanel's computer and ask her if i wanted to if she wanted to share her wi-fi password with me so i didn't have to go looking it up i could just have it automatically input uh input into the thing so i thought that was cool too so all right this thank is you, terry Harvey. okay go how did you fix the issue i'm sorry i missed that part i did a network reset settings the ah. network settings reset okay um which the disadvantage is it can kill like all your wi-fi built-in wi-fi stuff that you've you know stored over the years or whatever okay so 
All right. Thank you, Herbie. Thank you, Terry Ann, for helping me to You're facilitate most welcome. tonight. Okay, Great call. Have, thank you so much, everybody, for all the good questions. And uh, we are, let's quickly recap what's coming tomorrow is Clubhouse. So if you have any questions, uh, I bug mini buzz tomorrow. If anything comes to you in the middle of the night, come in tomorrow from 5 to 6 Central Time, and we can help yes. you out. Then, to, then in the evening, Mac and Talk from 7 to 8.30. Then when Thursday, we have It's iBugs Life, talking about financial intelligence or literacy or something like that. And then, and then, and then, iBug Night at the Virtual Movies, we're going to be watching Shakespeare in Love. Okay, so with that, we will say good night. Happy birthday to Thomas. I know. Happy birthday, Thomas. Yes. Good night to everybody. Goodbye. We're ending. Love.